Uh, hello and welcome to episode five of A Beer with Sam and Peter. Yeah, five. Five's a big number. It feels big to me. Yeah. yeah. It's not really that big. <laughs> <laughs> but it means that we've been like committed enough to record this for a whole month. Yeah. Like every weekend for a month. That's what we've been doing, people. Yeah. That's our lives at this, at so this point in time. kind of sad now. <laughs> um, where are we, Sam? What are we doing? Where are we right now? No, introduce us, say this is a beer with Sam and Peter. Oh, because we're in the same place that we usually record. Well, yeah. I know where we are. I know. I Our listeners said, don't know where we I are. Said, they could have just well, found then, this random audio file on the internet and go, oh, something dot... Well, they know it's a beer with Sam and Peter. I've said that. Did you say that? That's I said that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, this is, this is a very good. This is a very good uh, segue here because we're going to talk about more things that Peter is wrong about. Yeah. So we're going to start off by I wasn't the only one that was wrong. Okay. I got this thing the most wrong. Yeah. So for all the yeah, new so, listeners so, that Peter was talking to <laughs> uh, in the previous podcast. Yeah. So last episode we got a lot of things wrong. Yes. Uh, so the most important question, I'm sure, if you if you listen to the previous podcast, you really want to know. Uh, how did Peter react when he found out that he was <laughs> very wrong about Anthony Hopkins playing Bilbo in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah, no. He... That didn't happen. It didn't happen. But he also wasn't in Space Cowboys, so shut okay. up. Well, he also... Okay, so... Yeah. <laughs> Just to and the Russian up, guy wasn't in Space Cowboys. Peter thought that Anthony Hopkins was played Bilbo in Lord of the Rings. That came from me saying he played a guy in Space Cowboys, the movie we talked about last podcast... Uh, neither of those things is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ian Holmes played Bilbo. And he did play the android in, in Alien. Alien, we did get that right. Yes. But everything else we got wrong. We got a few th- other things wrong, just to scratch the itch I'm sure you have. Um, we're very, I'm very well aware that the Russians in Space Cowboys and John Wick are two different people. <laughs> yep. And I may be racist. <laughs> I'm not sure. I saw a bearded Russian gangster man. That's what they all Can say. Can I be blamed for... I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we, we, we know now. Yeah, so it was, it was just starting off by eating some humble pie and yep. admitting our mistakes. Yep. And now, um, uh, we're going to... Under the show. Under so, the show. So, what are we drinking this week, Sam? Uh, we're drinking Cascade Premium Light. Yeah. Which is, if you haven't guessed it, a light beer. Yeah. Um, we've just got I stuff to do today. Just ate breakfast. <laughs> it's not the early one, but we figured we couldn't do a copy with Sam and Peter two weeks in a row. No, we have to bring it back. Yeah. So yeah, day um, drinking it is. In- incidentally, this is my granddad's favourite beer. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so cheers, Sam. Cheers. Hmm. So, I think we want to get into movies first. Yep. And there's a pretty, pretty uh, big one we want to talk about. We both saw Zootopia uh, the night before last. Yeah, a couple so of days ago. Pretty close to when it, when it came out. I'm not really sure when it came we, out. It's been out for a week or two, I think. Yeah. Um, sort of flew under my radar. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, it's a Disney Studios animated yeah. film. And it's it's very good. First it's of all, very good. It's very good. I would urge you to see it no matter whether you had a child or not. Yeah. I love going to see kids' movies because yeah. they're always just like... So not serious. Well, I would almost argue that this one is even um, just... It's, it's more of a... At least it's more of a family movie or a general demographic mm. movie mm. than it is a kid's movie. 
Yeah. Because there are a lot of, a lot of references. There's like references to Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. a lot of references to a lot of serious shit that goes on in the world and everything. Like, yeah, it's a movie. Zootopia is a movie with a lot of different messages. Yeah. It does that Disney 2 movie kind of experience really well where you take your child to see it and they come away talking about one movie. Yeah. And that's a movie about... Um, how the bunny looked like people, right? And they were all dressed up like people and they lived in a city together. Yep, and the bunny saved the day. Right, and we came away talking about a movie that uh, was all about prejudice and used animals as as like a a way of talking about it. Yeah. Which is what the movie is, basically. Yeah. Yeah, It's got got a lot of different messages. It's It's like the classic country person goes to the city to follow their dreams mm. and it all works out in the end and yeah, like in the main character the bunny there's a lot of different there's things. a lot of different things going on even with her and they also all sort of sort of work so yeah there's like there's like racism sexism yeah everything everything really every type of prejudice you can think of they use this whole idea of like uh there's the, the, all the animals living together in sort of anthropomorphic society yeah but um so, so, so it's like, like it's all the all the mammals have evolved to walk on two legs and have this like utopia called Zootopia. Yeah. And the humans, so they're walking around iPods stuff. and stuff. Yeah, so it's pretty much like the mammal, like mammals, like um, hippopotamuses and giraffes and lions and stuff are all people basically, mm. and that's the movie. But they're still divided into predators and prey. Yes, or at least like there's like a lingering uh, feeling. Yeah, that. yeah. Prejudice it, about it, that. Yeah, it's like the the thing is that, that they evolved out of that. Like they they evolved into yeah people, and they like thousands have, of years ago. Yeah, there's like a statue in the history National History Museum of a mammoth with a spear. Yeah, so it's like that that all happened thousands of years ago, but there's still this ingrained like friction between the species, which are right. like natural enemies, like rabbits and foxes. Right. And it's it's it hits you like hard and fast with all that kind of shit. Like it was it was like immediately uh, talking about how um, they they have racist parents. The parents, you know, just the, the two like country folk kind of carrot farming rabbit people, sweet and, sweet bunny people. Yeah, and Ashley's going off to the city. You know, she's to, like don't trust any of those predators. Especially not the foxes. You know, it's in their... <laughs> I'm giving you this fox repellent. Yeah, it's in their DNA. Yeah. That was, like, quite the thing that I remembered about it. And, yeah, so she she starts off as being an example of, like, um, motivated uh, girl in the country, has bigger dreams. She goes to the city and... And she has that. all these people telling her she can't do this, including her parents. Right. Her parents oh, are saying... proves everybody wrong. Yeah. You should probably settle. Yeah. Like, what's that like? I mean, you should probably settle. We did. We did hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's a funny movie. Like, don't get us wrong. Yeah. You go and see it. You'll have it a lot of messages. Time. But apart from that, it is a genuinely really funny movie. It's also adorable. It's completely adorable, but I don't think I've ever been in a movie cinema that had that much raucous laughter. Yeah. Like... We had there the, were a lot of kids. We saw the um, like the seven o'clock showing on us on a Friday evening. Yep. And there were a lot of kids and stuff there, but there were a lot of adults as well. And everybody was just losing their shit. Yeah. The kid, the, there was a kid who was like a genuine hero next to me. He would just like commentate the film. <laughs> and there's a part where like the 
the um, main character says that she's nothing but a dumb bunny. And like, it was quiet. And yeah. then there's just this kid real loud on the left of me that's been like, No, you're not. You're not a dumb bunny. <laughs> I believe in you. It was great. That's so sweet. <laughs> He's a champion. <laughs> yeah, and it is a sweet it's, Man, it, it's a great I Disney film. so hard. Like, despite the fact that Disney is a crazy evil empire that will rule the world one day. <laughs> They make they bring so much joy they to kids. They do with a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, like they provide. They are a dreams factory, <laughs> despite the fact that they're an evil empire dreams factory. Yeah, you like. <laughs> <laughs> but they make great movies. Yeah, and this one was especially good. Yeah, I haven't seen um, uh, movie like an animated movie like this um, that I thought was better in a long time, long time for me. Last one I saw, funnily enough, was. It wasn't. It was near, nowhere near as good as this. It was the last like animated kids movie I saw was Minions. Was Minions? <laughs> minions. Yeah. Okay. Just Minions. So I it wasn't that. like I saw that actually as well. Yeah. Chad though was actually surprisingly funny. It's not bad, despite the fact that it was Minions. Yeah, it's not like this movie. This movie no. is very intelligent. But... Yeah. Oh man, there's just some. I don't want to spoil it, you know. There are some great references. But there are some great references in the movie. And there, some there great are great jokes. Look out, look out for the weasel. The weasel is the, weasel. the best character <laughs> in the... No. The, no, the weasel, and there's a rat. Mr. Big. Mr. Big, the rat, character. is fantastic. But my favourite character was the weasel. Oh, really? For oh, sure. It's like, he, his... The two jokes that he had were, like... That, those were the two big laughs from me. I, I gotta go with Mr. Big, because I, I like that kind of thing. It was always yeah. in the reference. Um, I don't know who's the other person oh I mean you, we've seen this in the trailers we can talk about that the trailer does not give it justice guys if you saw the trailer and saw the sloth scene and oh, thought yeah. holy fuck that's adorable and just hilarious it doesn't do it justice the actual no, scene in the movie it, it, actually in the movie oh because <laughs> oh, that, that scene from the trailer has like no context no yeah and it's so much better with context like it's a funny scene anyway but it's so yeah. much better with Where context there's, yeah, they go to the DMV and everyone who works there is a sloth. Yeah. This, this like, <laughs> sort of sati- it's like a satisfied grin on their faces. <laughs> they're like, they seem so happy as they're like moving their hands real slow. Like, yeah, everything they, they do is like in slow motion. They yeah. even talk in slow motion. It's brilliant. brilliant. And laugh in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, and good, good, good well voice actors. Oh, and I, man, um, it's insane. It's, it's great animation. for kids too. I, I yeah, like, well, in terms really. of like, um, you learn something from the movie. I know that sounds like it's got a great, it's got a good message. It's got a good message. It's got a bunch of good messages, but mainly just about different types of prejudice. Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of people can relate to a lot of those characters. Um, I can't personally relate to the main character, but I know people that, that do and like said they did afterwards and like um yeah she faces a lot of things one of them after she turns up to the city she wants to be a police officer is that she's working uh she's not work, it's not a predator prey thing it's uh, a big animal versus small animal thing so like she's a bunny and all the rest of the police are like She's like, she's like animals. the first bunny policeman yeah and, and bunnies and all the animals in this are like 
to proportion of how they actually are in real life. Right. So giraffes are massive and Including tall. mice, which are... And, and they have, like, like, little, like, um, gerbils. Oh, gerbil bankers? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so just, everything's in every, proportion. Yeah, so everybody, logically, sort of. So on, all, on the police, force, all the like, policemen are, like, rhinoceroses and... Tigers. Tigers and... And buffalo and stuff. Yeah. Just <laughs> out... Uh, how do you say his name? The, the guy. Oh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Um, like the, the police chief. Yeah. So good. Uh, so she has to deal with that. And that's a pretty clear uh, metaphor for uh, a woman in an all-male workplace. Yeah. And so she, yeah. And she deals with that in a really good way. You know, like where she just proves herself and they respect her and uh, yeah, so the, hard and yeah, the the medium that they have like was just they they could use it for so many different things. Yeah, and there was just the general racism thing, obviously between predator and prey, the whole like fear mongering thing, how you can divide people yeah. based on their prejudices and how how good was the mayor? The <laughs> the mayor is a lion. Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? The actor. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. My God. Well, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh no, no, no! It's um, what's his name from Whiplash? Yeah. The um, I I would know him from the, as, as the the guy who won the Oscar for yeah. Whiplash. That guy. The conductor dude. Yeah, I think who gets his opportunity to play someone who's not angry. The guy who's the the um cigar smoking. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson, Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Yeah, so he, he plays the mayor, and without his, like, really harsh, like, hard-ass face and general demeanor... He's so lovable. He gets the... He's so <laughs> really lovable. He's, like, one of those, like, belligerent, well-meaning... Yeah, like, like, even when he does something wrong, he's, he's like, ah... <laughs> Likeable politician-type people. Yeah. Yeah. But they got that, and, you know, like, uh, someone making a political power play mm. on the basis of... Yeah, this is fearing prey. You know, there's a lot going on in this movie. Oh yeah, and even if you watched it without like watching it a second time, just to watch like the animation and stuff, there's so much going on, and the the world that they've built mm. is so well realized as well. Yeah, and it's so easily communicated, like how, like the logic of the world and how the world works as well is just so interesting that they're able to do that without much dialogue and a lot of sort of. Like, just the visual elements of it. Mm. Also, Shakira is a gazelle. Yes. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> a musical number. Yeah. Yeah, it finishes with a musical number. Yeah. As all Disney movies should. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. But so it's a great, great movie. Like Take your kids. Take your kids to see Take it. Take yourself. Take your... Anybody you know to see it, really. It's it's great. If you don't it's have... a fun, it, I had a smile on my face for that entire movie. Oh, yeah. Like immediately, I think. Yeah. At the end, I was I was having a great time. It was it was great. So Ghost is really good fun movie. Really really happy movie as well. So if you're feeling a bit down, go see that movie because it'll cheer you up. Yeah. It'll somehow cheer you up whilst talking about society's problems. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That's our that's that's our big take on (laughs) Zootopia. It was good. Go see it. Enjoy the sloth scene. If you don't like Mr. Big, you're dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Because it's fucking great. That's Utopia. Yeah. Yeah. Any other movies you wanted to talk about? Um, no. 
Kind of been a slow movie day. Busy, busy week. Yeah, it's been a busy week for both of us. Um, I mean, I, I recently watched The Avengers, but yeah, again, I haven't seen it for the first time. Yeah, I watched it with with my girlfriend last night. What did you, so? What was her reaction to The Avengers? She liked it. She's one of those people that uh, likes action movies, but would never pick them. Right. Yeah. Um, it's sort of me as well. I, I like, I, I especially the ones where it's just fighting. Hmm. I don't usually go for those. Which Avengers isn't. No. No, that's right. Avengers has got some other stuff in it. Although, uh, if we're trying to explain Avengers was my big thing <laughs> because she had se- she knew who Iron Man was. Yep. She'd seen, I don't know if she's seen all the Iron Man movies, but she's seen at least Iron Man 1. Yep. But she, had, she hadn't seen any others. She had no idea who, and she hasn't had any comic book background. She, yep. she had no idea who anybody was. And she, I mean, like that made me think that that is a movie that is made only for people that have seen the other movies, or, or no? Well and true, you know. Yeah, they make a big assumption, which is like a fair one, I think. That like you know who these people are. We yeah. don't have to explain why there's like Captain America and Iron Man and yeah, there's like a dude. The Hulk. Yeah, and I'm tr- I'm not trying to explain like she doesn't know. I'm not I'm not saying oh that's Captain America and and she's like oh that's yeah I recognize him from the suit. I'm explaining like okay that guy's in. Really patriotic dress, and he just made this racist move against Fury. Do you remember that? Yeah. He offers him money because he thinks he's the, <laughs> he's the bus boy or something? I don't yeah. Know. That's really bad. I can't believe they made him into the film, personally. I, it just seems yeah. so. I don't know. It was funny. So I'm explaining who that guy is, and oh, he was frozen in a block of ice, and he got some sort of superpowers. He's from like the 1940s, yeah. World War II. Yeah. There's Mark Ruffalo, he's the Hulk. But he's oh also very smart. Alright, sorry we're back. Uh, we had some technical, technical issues, issues because yeah. we're awful at this. <laughs> I don't know. Speak for yourself. Alright, yeah. <laughs> we're oh, some, I'm sorry. Yeah, technical um, difficulties. Yeah, so we're, we're back recording again. Um, yeah. We're talking about the Avengers. Uh, you had to explain who Captain yes, America was. Yes, I explained who Captain America was, but then... The problem is it's all happening at once. So I'm explaining Captain America was, I'm explaining that Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk, but he's also kind of a smart guy, um, and how he got his shit, and then, then we've got Thor, right, and it's a little harder to explain, because he's flying around in this big cape, and I yeah. have to explain space shit. Um, and then, by an extension of Thor, you really need to understand that what's going on, because Loki's the main villain, mm. and there's this thing called the Tesseract, which is a, 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 a set of, <laughs> part of a set of stones called the Infinity Stones, which is a whole other thing. That's Nick Fury. Yes, he is Samuel Jackson. Yes, he is wearing an eye patch. Yes, it is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, There's it, a lot. It, 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 it's a lot of stuff to, to take on board. Oh, could Avengers. you imagine watching Avengers 2? Just with no idea? With no context? We were close to doing that because uh, you can't find Avengers. Avengers 1, is it on Netflix or anything? Right. It's, yeah. It's a really actually interesting thing that we got to this point where the Marvel Cinematic Universe exists and you're expected to know it. Like, movies, I think it's really great, first of all, because you don't have to have origin stories with every movie. Mm. And you don't have to recap shit. Like, um, I think in the days before that, if you had this sort of collaborative kind of Justice League Avengers movie... Like, they would spend, like, 15 minutes introducing every character. Yeah. 
in this weird sort of like, hey, we both know that um, I'm Iron Man, but how about we recap? <laughs> how about we elaborate Just on this, how I'm Iron Man? Scene for some reason, yeah. Yeah. You remember what happened, right? <laughs> that time with the thing. Yeah. And the bullets. <laughs> the bullets. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, but at some point, though, those movies are going to become so impenetrable. Like, they've been going on for what, like, I don't ten, know. almost ten years. Some Marvel plan is, is, is Yeah, they would have been. They've been going on for almost ten years, and for any new person trying to get into that, like, mm. there's a lot of stuff you got to watch. Yeah, and have it as permutated. Again, I think it's a. I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing, but eventually it will become so. Mm impenetrable that it could become a bad thing like there's so much of that sort of knowledge that we've just sort of gained from watching all the movies and yeah it's like if you if you were coming in cold and you didn't have someone to explain it to you for the Avengers Avengers 2 especially you just have no idea what's going on well imagine uh, someone who wanted to get into Marvel movies and was just like oh hey honey I want to get into Want to watch uh, the Avengers? Uh, you'd, be, you'd have to be like, "Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. it's a really good movie." Um, but first of all, here's like six hours worth of other films that you have to watch before you watch this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that in itself is a very tough thing to sell to people. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always—it's actually. Uh, it's sort of trickled down to TV too. Now that Marvel's making TV, which again, is I think awesome, those, but I think, like they talk about that, they're a lot more self-contained. I think. Though. No, they're self-contained, but we still get mentions of like the incident. Yeah. Being both Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, big, it's a pretty big thing in the first season. Like it's a well, Jessica mention. Jones at least they talk about it a lot. Yeah, and Daredevil they mm. mention it briefly. Season two of Daredevil, which came yeah. out. In the pre- in last week, um, hasn't really mentioned it at all. They no, have one I reference to Jessica Jones. We moved on from that. They're so too far. obsessed with uh, Shane. Yeah, Shane now. Shane. Well, before we talk about Daredevil, okay. Um, Just to re- finish off on the Avengers. Yeah, I. So I didn't want to talk about the Avengers. I really wanted. I was watching that. and I was thinking. I just wanted to ask you what you thought about. Um, the Mar- like the, the, yeah the Marvel Universe and how the fact that if we just keep building on it how do you get new people in or uh, how do you I think at some point they're gonna have to start bringing in like new actors like they're gonna have to redo some of those characters like they I do mean, in actual another comic books yeah like they're gonna have to reboot those characters mid whatever so like there was a thing when the original Avengers was coming out that they, that Robert Downey Jr. was potentially not going to be continuing on as Iron Man. So mm-hmm. in Iron Man two they they introduced, um, oh War Machine, War Machine, War and Machine he was, was going to be in the Avengers. God, that would have been a shit movie. Yeah. So I think they're going to start doing stuff like that, so that they don't have to have all this background of characters. Mm. in order for it to make sense I think it's a very tough thing and as I said before it can be really impenetrable um, it's also great but also they will introduce all these new characters which will then phase out some of the old ones like so yeah. with Avengers 2 they've introduced 
they introduced a couple of people. Yeah, but it's such the it's the B team. I don't want to see the B team. There's that guy from Captain America, Falcon. the Falcon. Eventually, these movies have to start getting worse as well. Like, yeah, of the original slate of the Avengers ones, there was Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. And the Hulk. And the Hulk, but that was, like, a different yeah, thing. Um, and um, Iron Man was really good. Thor was okay. Captain America was okay. Thor was a, a kind of good laugh. Yeah. But then they do sequels to these movies, and they're... No. when they start from an okay place like something like the Guardians of the Galaxy yes is such a good comic book Marvel movie and it's got nothing to do the, at least the initial movie has nothing to do with any of the Avengers no, stuff. I suppose that we'll, we'll see them come together at some point yeah if you know any wars happens no. yeah yeah no Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those movies where I just it fit for me yeah, like I watched the movie and I went out and I bought the bought the movie on DVD almost immediately. I was like, "This is something I'm gonna have forever. I'm gonna watch it when I'm got nothing to do." Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a great movie. movie. It's a great, great soundtrack, great characters. Yeah, I don't know. I, my my problem is that I hate I hate reboots. I hate origin stories. Mm-hmm. I've seen Ben Parker get killed. So many times, it's awful. Like I the thing know... is, though, that they have to do those for the new audience that's coming in. I, don't hate, I hate I hate it just as much as you do, but it has to. I just want, that's I, just that's the my, reality that was of my it. question. I guess does it have to happen? Peter, and I think, me, I, think I think could we just hand it's out? it's a lot more difficult to build up a relationship with the character when you don't have that origin story. I think a lot of the time it's better when you don't like Jessica Jones you didn't really in that whole show there wasn't really much of an origin story there no but that's sort character. of because she doesn't have much of an origin story she was in an accident and got superpowers that's all you needed to know yeah but they could have done a whole episode around how she got her superpowers yeah or same thing like her realising them yeah breaking sinks and stuff yeah like, they could have very easily devoted a whole episode as, like, a flashback to that. And they kind of have, like, a couple of scenes here and there, but they don't have a whole origin story, really. That's not the important and interesting thing about her character. I, I see. My, my ideal world would be one where we get to watch another Avengers movie and all this impenetrable shit is happening. It's awesome. If you know the characters, it's awesome. Um, and you just, like... We could hang out the sauruses at the door. <laughs> not the sauruses. You know what I mean? What's I think definitely not the sauruses. Not the sauruses. Encyclopedia, glossary, something. Just like a two-page summary of who these characters are. Yeah, you could be like, oh, here. just how you like go to an. Opera. That would be very helpful. I think the movie that's going to be most like that. Avengers Two was was a lot like that, but I think the movie that's going to be even Civil more like that is the two Civil War movies. Yeah, that's going to be. That's going to be just impenetrable. Like you have to know who these characters are. Otherwise, you're going to have no idea. What's I think on. I think if you hadn't got any information and you started watching The Avengers, you would get it. Or at least you would get as much as you need to know to watch The Avengers. I mean, this is just a huge brawl with a bunch of cool but, characters. But you, you get, get so much them. more. I guess you do get a lot more out of it when you've watched the other movies, but you can watch it as a standalone thing. I mean, the, the character that everybody liked the most was Mark Ruffalo. 
and it's Hulk. Mm. That was that was almost unanimously the best thing to come out of Avengers. And he's the one character with no background. Yeah. In terms of that kind of continuity anyway. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it is possible. Mm. Maybe we should hand out little glossaries at the door or something. I think that's actually not a bad idea for these movies. A little summary? Yeah. They do that for comic books because I mean, to take the lead from a like a genre of thing that's gotten so convoluted mm-hmm. because it's been going on for so long. Comic books. Yeah. The comic yeah. books. Um they they do that really well. Like they'll they'll do Civil War summaries. Well, mm-hmm. when the Civil War itself happened, they would release um they release like uh, a list of all the issues it would affect. You gotta understand comic books, it's meant to be all sort of one world in yeah. all comic books. Yeah. But it's like that story is not gonna affect one comic book. It's gonna affect all of them. All of them. Yeah. And all of them have different writers and different like artists and they all go trying to incorporate it. I do not envy the guy whose job it is to be like well, no, actually, you can't have Wolverine do that because he actually has an eye patch because he got his eye taken yeah. out in this comic exactly. from two years ago. Yeah, so what they do, in, and usually a lot of um, keen readers stop reading when there's a big event because it's just going to fuck with their comic. Like, yeah. I only read Uncanny X-Men. Why would I want to hear about what's happening with this whole uh, or big X-Men come from the past sort of thing? It's... It's like that. And one of the things they do do is like they send out this little... You can buy these little pamphlets and it says... All, it like talks about all the issues that it's affected. And there's also like... Um, it always happens in one particular series. Mm. So take Uncanny X-Men. Like if you... Yeah, maybe there's an X-Men event and they would host it sort of in Uncanny X-Men. That's how, where it would all mostly happen. And then it would tell you all the other issues where it sort of affects it. Um... And they, yeah, they, so they hand out glossaries, just letting you know, like, this is what's happened I so think, far. I think as the movies become more comic booky with a bunch of, with so many different characters in these shared universes. And they're going to start having children. And they're going to start having children and getting married and all that kind of stuff. I think when that happens, it's going to be a necessity that they hand out some, some sort of blurb thing, or it's like pretty yeah. on the ticket as it comes out to you. Or that'll never happen. Or I mean, that's the other. Or that just can't work in movie. In movie format, and they and just reset it all. They either reset it all, or that's it. That was the superhero era. That was the Marvel Cinematic Universe done. Yeah, that will happen eventually. We have to reach peak superhero yeah. at some point because but movies still like that. They have it's just, it's, they still make so much money. Yeah, like do you see how much money um, Deadpool made? No, it's no. made like three hundred million dollars, probably more than that. Well, I'm happy about that. That makes me happy yeah. as well. But like more R-rated superhero stuff, please. Yeah, yeah, that was such a <laughs> such an R-rated movie. Yeah, it's great. So R-rated, fantastic. Um, anyway, anyway, that's my little thing on Avengers. Yeah, I want to talk about. It's interesting. I bring up some good points. It's. At some at some point, for me, over the last sort of year or so, I'm getting a bit sick of the, super the superhero movie. saturation. Like I still go and see almost all the superhero movies. <laughs> I think that's. But I don't like it. That's where we get a lot of these shit movies. Yeah. That's where we get. Um, that's where we get Paul Blart and Warcop Two. 
Okay, we created this monster. Yeah, oh yeah, that's for sure. Because we go to see him. Yeah. The thing I don't understand is going to see the Transformers movies because you think they're going to be shit and it'll be funny to watch. You know, like... I, I, they, they I understand that. that. like, oh, oh man, how bad are these Michael Bay Transformers movies? Oh yeah, they're just awful. I'm going to go see it, you know, just to see how bad it is. And they were talking about how like, that is like half of his audience. That's it, why they keep and, making and Transformer it, movies because you go to see it. It doesn't matter if it was good or bad. He doesn't it's care about the critical no. acclaim of the he fucking does, he thing. He certainly does not. It's Bayhem. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Bayhem. Yeah. That's a good... I like that. Yeah. He's just worried about those cash dollars. And we just keep but the Marvel time. movies, for the most part, have all been pretty good. Oh, yeah, they know. They've been good. I think they're pretty happy with it. I'm fucking excited to see Spider-Man in something that's not, like, awful, hopefully. I thought the... Yeah, we've we've already spoken about this, but I thought Amazing Spider-Man was pretty good, mm. and the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Mans were. I thought the second one was good. Anyway, a long time ago. Anyway, other than our... speaking of comic books and stuff, yeah, Daredevil season two. Ah, oh, yes, came Daredevil out. season two came out. I'm sure if anybody has started watching Daredevil because of the podcast, first of all, <laughs> that's fantastic. I can't believe that's happened. Yeah, but um, yeah, get excited. Season two, the whole thing came out. That's the thing that's <laughs> ruining my life. Is oh, Netflix yeah. originals, and there's so many of them coming out at the moment as well. Oh, Last yeah. week, uh, new Will Arnett comedy came out called Flaked. It's as just, well. It's just destroys you. Yeah, there's for, for, for people who don't watch Netflix, um, do Netflix it, but maybe or, don't do it. Yeah, Netflix originals. Uh, when they come out, they instead of releasing an episode a week or whatever because you it's not the about, show, their, it's the not show, about their ratings so Netflix originals are all made by Netflix or it's purchased by yeah Netflix and because you subscribe to Netflix and yep. you can watch as much Netflix as you want yes yeah, so the whole season is available all at once yeah exactly they don't need to keep you watching week to week week to week um, yeah so the whole season comes out at once new house of cards which means there was well. no new daredevil for me in my life you, a couple you of days ago. only just got caught up on season yeah, one exactly. of Daredevil like two weeks ago. There was no Daredevil, Peter. And then, and then now there was all, <laughs> all like almost thirty episodes of Daredevil. Yeah, thirty episodes of Daredevil. It's awful. It's, yeah. It's so how, it's how many terrible. episodes are you into the for, uh, second season? So I've only been able to see two episodes so far. Hmm. Um, the last episode I watched about uh, three hours ago. So, <laughs> uh, it's hot off the presses for me. Yeah. Uh, and I like it so far. You've watched a lot more. Yeah, I've watched about eight episodes. And is it still good? Yeah, I think it's actually... Um, this season has a really good build. I think it's it's very different to the first season where that was pretty much all about just the one main villain, about Kingpin, whereas this one is not so much about... Yeah, that which is good because that was one of the things I was worried about is the fact that Shane from The Walking Dead is playing the Punisher. Yeah, and it's both the Punisher and that guy aren't are kind of one dimensional. You know, like I, yeah, I wouldn't want him to be the main focus of this of the season. No, so um, he's not. Uh, it's not. It's a bit more complicated than that. Okay, All right. so like he's in the. I think I'm pretty sure he's in like the the whole season. Okay. Um. But it's not just about him. Um, 
And I think a lot of the character dynamics are done a lot better. You don't hate I, Foggy as much? No. I thought he was a lot more watchable and... Uh, well, he was a lot better developed as a character. Okay. And Karen actually does some stuff as well. <laughs> the, uh, I so, mean, in season one, though, I, I skipped a lot of Karen and Foggy scenes. What is Karen... How does she become friends with him? Because I'm just... The first episode is about Karen. Worst, yeah, yeah, but what what happens? I can't remember. Well, she, she, I don't know. I guess she has no life. She must have no life and no job. I guess. <laughs> uh, no, she works for um, she works for a law firm or something. <laughs> she works somewhere. Doesn't matter where. Somewhere, and it has something to do with Kingpin. Yeah. And uh, no, no. Does she get framed for something? Uh, or she accidentally murders someone or some journalist dies uh, you know see I don't remember because I just don't care <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember because I just don't remember um, no 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 okay so she she discovers an account that's like a gangster account yep at the bank that she works at yep and what is it a bank fuck it's, it's something to, yeah she discovers an account um, that's got some sort of tie to the mob and to get rid of her, they drug her and frame her for the for a murder. Murder of like a journalist. Uh, yes. I think um, yeah. Maybe. Don't know. Don't know. Okay. No idea. Because, yeah. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And then she gets represented by Nelson and Murdoch. And then after she gets like they get her off she decides to swear her life to them I guess <laughs> she swears just, a blood oath and yeah, yeah. <laughs> becomes part of the gang and I think she just turns up and says hey do you need like a, it seems like you need like a secretary I'll work for free actually that's one and of the things that they bring up is just that they have no money yeah <laughs> but they never really address how they well, deal with good, that. Well, that's good, because I really feel like most superheroes, <laughs> like, especially ones trying to live their double life, how the hell do they have any cash for everything that's Iron doing? Man, you can understand, because he's, like, crazy arms dealer, and then they never really well, explain... Well, he stopped stealing arms, and then they never really explain... cash. Yeah. Maybe from that big, like... Well, you know, he makes clean energy, doesn't he? Yeah. And a bunch maybe, of Maybe stuff. he just gets money from being Iron Man. He's just super smart. Yeah. Actually, you know what would be really cool things if Iron Man had like KFC logos on his armor. You know, because he's got a puppet. He gets sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man sponsorship. And Captain America is owned by the government. So he. What does Bruce Banner do? I guess he's a doctor. I don't know if he needs food. He must need food. But he can't die. Maybe the Hulk just... He, he turns into the Hulk and the Hulk eats, like, eats an elephant or something. <laughs> How do they make money? Uh, That's did, one of those things you just don't... He's just running around in, in like Calcutta saving small children from disease in the Avengers. So I guess you don't need a lot of money. Yeah, I, but he just... He gets by. Where's he getting his drugs from? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, the reason I'm thinking about this now, watching Daredevil and stuff, is uh, are we are both poor students ish, ish, and we're both facing the prospect of the outside world. Yep. Potential unemployment. And it looks it looks semi difficult for me, and I don't have to pay 
for super suit repairs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> when do they have the time? Yeah, exactly. They definitely don't sleep. Particularly in Daredevil, like, it's never clear how he isn't just... How he's functioning. Yeah. Know, like, their law offices are kind of shitty, meditates. his apartment is kind of shitty. Doesn't he But they never have meal? any money, and they do all their cases for free. Yeah. Like... It doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. Maybe he, um, takes... Takes from the rich and gives to himself. What if he stole... <laughs> what if he, like, beat up a criminal, like a the gangster, and then took his wallet before you... Took all his money before you turned him into the police. Doesn't that turn you into a gangster? Doesn't that make you as bad as him? Maybe. <laughs> no. Yes. No, wait. Yes. No, it doesn't. It does. Because I'm not killing anyone, and I'm also locking up bad guys. But you, you can't then, like, two wrongs don't make a right. I can do what I want. I'm dead at all. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But yeah. I don't think we make No, it definitely ma- <laughs> We would make it superheroes. Um, Why not? I mean, we just like they like kill like three guys. They go to prison. They don't need money. Yes, they do. What do you mean? Prisons? Uh, they're in prison. Yeah, but they're not in prison forever. Well, they should you have can't... thought of that, Peter, before they murdered people. Obviously, but you can't just steal stuff because people are in prison. <laughs> Why not? Why? What makes you because think it's I'm okay a, to steal? I'm a crime fighter. I need to live. Yeah, but you. If you can't afford to be a crime fighter, you shouldn't be a goddamn crime fighter. What? I didn't realise you needed a budget. It was like a prison charge. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll disagree on this. How would you make money as a superhero? I'd work a day job. You work a day job and just never sleep. Yeah. That's how the superheroes do it. I'm missing the Daredevil episode where he has brain aneurysm because he hasn't slept in like a year. <laughs> hasn't slept in a year and just drinks heavily all day. He does, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, that's an issue. Mm. Anyway, Daredevil season two. It looks good it's so quite far. Good. It's, well, that, well, I'm sure we'll have a lot like, to say about from, it. From my memory, I saw the first season of Daredevil a fairly long time ago. And from my memory, I think it's better than... Like, the dialogue is better. I don't think... It's better than season... Oh, season in one. some aspects, it's better than season one. Okay. I'm missing him. some great fight scenes, and it's fucking violent. It, like... It is really violent, because the Punisher's in it. And it sh- there's, like, a... It shows you, like, someone's face getting blown off with a shotgun. Well, that's great. In graphic detail... And it shows, it shows like, people getting... Hung by meat hooks? Yes. Because that happens. Yes. Spoilers for that. It is, it is really violent. I'm really worried that you say those things with such a gleeful look. <laughs> <laughs> for those of us who are just listening to audio. Well. I remember, I remember, if we cast our eyes back to episode one. Uh, and Assassin's Creed. There is like a 20 minute rant that, that Peter gives about the, the pros of the Assassin's Creed game, which is pretty, basically just him talking about how you can brutally kill people in all these different ways. Violent simulator. Yep. Yep. Alright. What do you want me to say to that, Sam? All I want, all I want is I want this to have on record so that when I finally go missing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, babe. Alright. Oh well, that's uh, t- that's yeah, really yeah, TV. Yeah. That's TV. I mean, yeah. we we. What else? I needed. A, we needed to come back on the division, 
Yes. Just for our, our regular listeners, um, last time we talked about you had just started the division. Yep. Um, and which I'm is now, that Tom Clancy shooter Ludo. Yeah, it's like the Destiny like made by Ubisoft third open world third person shooter. Yeah. Game. Um. So I've now gotten to the max level and completed the story, yeah. and I'm up to sort of the end game. Um. And it's a lot like Destiny. Which it, what, what is the end game? Is it doing so? What the end game missions? is is going into the dark zone PVP area. And um, killing enemies and extracting gear and potentially fighting with other players. So that's one big aspect of it. But you said that really never happens, which I thought was interesting. Because you don't gain a lot from killing and you, other players. Yeah, so at, at the moment, and there's supposed to be a patch next week um, okay. to address that. Um, or it's going to happen uh, soon. Okay. Um so the, the problem with the PvP at the moment is it's balanced very much towards not going rogue and attacking other players. So yeah, when, you're at, when you're at the high... When you, when you die in the dark zone, you lose dark zone keys, which let you open rare chests. You lose... Um, uh, you lose XP and you use, lose dark zone credits. So you lose dark zone XP because you have a separate regular game and dark zone level. Um, what does that cover? So that governs... So the level governs the... What level Dark Zone gear you can equip. Uh, so like there's special gear that you have to be Dark Zone rank 30 to so use and special gear to be, that you have to be rank 50. The you are in the Dark Zone, the higher your rank is? Um, so the more enemies you kill in the Dark Zone and actions and stuff you complete in the Dark oh, Zone. So like it's, just, it's just basically another set of experience. Yeah, okay. basically. Um... And you, if you go rogue and go to the max rogue level, because there's like eight different tiers of rogue, and depending on how many people, people you kill. That's, that's going rogue. And that's just, going rogue is you, you kill another player. Mm-hmm. So depending on how high you get that, um, the it takes a certain percentage of your total experience. So if you're up to like rank 60 or something, and you accidentally shoot someone while there's a big group of people killing enemies... If you accidentally kill an enemy and you accidentally hit another person completely by accident you can lose almost an entire level's worth of experience which is like because you went hours rogue. and hours of grinding because you went rogue and then they can kill you without consequence right, so you lose so level how, yeah so you lose level and points and all the gear that you what do you gain by going rogue yeah you can take gear off people that's it which you which you yeah. could acquire yeah through just killing enemies, enemies, and yeah. So basically, there's no point. Um, other than just being a general internet dick and wanting to screw people. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure will happen. I'm also sure there are and it does happen. And it's have really good guys. And that's that's the thing is like, you never know when that's going to happen. Right. So someone could help you. You, and you can see you that back. people have items, but you can't see what type of items they have. So they might have some really good um, high-end weapon that they that they want to extract and you could kill them and take that off them. Okay. Um, well, and that's where the like tension in the Dark Zone comes about is you don't know whether or not people... Like, most of the time people don't, but they could. And it's always really tense when you're okay. like trying to... Especially when you're in there by yourself and you're trying to extract items because whenever you extract items, a whole wave of big wave of enemies come in so you have to find somewhere to hide 
and kill some of the enemies so then you can like it takes like a minute and a half for the chopper to come and it drops down a rope and then you have 30 seconds after it's dropped down the rope to run out attach your gear to the plane send it up send it up and escape and a wave of enemies gets called in whenever you call in an extraction have, so, you, done, have you done this yet? have you extracted something? yeah I've extracted heaps of stuff Okay. Um, but there's been a couple of times when I've been in there by myself and I've gone to extract and got killed and lost all my items and a bunch of XP and credits and it's been really devastating yeah so you gotta be really careful so I I and that's really about interesting now that you've gotten max and you going to the dark zone in the end game yeah so so the other there's another thing aspect to the end game in that there's daily missions so there's daily missions which give you phoenix credits yeah which is a end game currency which lets you buy other better gear like cool gear so um, there's like daily missions gear. and then there's challenge missions which are even more difficult and give you high end gear with all this cool gear mm-hmm. does it look different it's a Tom Blancy game set in the uh, real world so does my cool SMG just look like a SMG yes right see that's yeah, but it, it, why I would never it, play the game like yeah it all looks pretty samey it looks really cool and there's the, the main customization is with your like cosmetic gear so yeah. there's like separate cosmetic customization where you can get like beanies and, but again, and hunting hats and beanies like it's a cool thing yeah yeah it's not it's nowhere near as cool as Destiny in that like dress up your character yeah. type aspect. and I mean, Borderlands Borderlands looks... and Borderlands yeah um, it looks a lot more like modern day shooter but where the weapons are, are differentiated is in the perks that you get we don't have skins for them you get weapon skins so you can have like a neon green Shotgun, okay. Okay. So you and, get or like a tiger skin. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which battle looks really cool. Call of Duty levels of gun. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. You can have like a solid, a solid gold gun skin. And is that just a skin thing there? Like that doesn't denote yeah. a legendary weapon or anything? No. So you have different coloured weapons, like from any sort of generic MMO. Yeah. You have high end, superior, blue and green and white. Yeah, I can't remember what those others are called. Rare is green, I think. Just doesn't. It's really it's, but the like the the single player missions are really fun. Um, it's got that gear grind. I don't think it's the kind of thing that I'll play for a long time. But it's a nice alternative yeah. to Destiny when there's no new content for Destiny for six months. Although there's been a although picture. after six although, months, those pricks just send out one photograph, yes. and yet somehow we're still in love with them. Yeah, it's a horrible abusive relationship. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Sam and I are very big into Destiny. Love our Destiny. Um, <laughs> and it and hates us. <laughs> and it hates us. And there's not been any new content at, at like really yeah. added for Destiny. Yeah. The, for I six mean, months. Some of the new con- some of the content that they released, like they released uh, they racing like some Sparrow, events like Sparrow racing. And, yeah. That's where you race on your mounts. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with the actual game. No, oh, well, well, I mean it does because it's in the game, but it's not. And it's you know, and a totally separate thing. I fucking hate racing games, so it really wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the in the Bungie weekly update or this week at Bungie, it's Ooh. now called. Um, yeah, they released a single image that had guardians in prison of elders gear. Yeah, no, prison. but they had a taken skill. Yeah. Taken skin, meaning or shader, meaning that oh god, who knows what it actually means? Meaning that it's probably just new Prison of Elders missions. 
Yeah. Which yeah. isn't even new content, really. No. <laughs> Here, uh, and the thing that's making me feel this way is not the fact that that's kind of shit, that the releasing, that's not real content. It makes me angry because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> going to be so good there'll be new PvP there'll be new PvE so they're adding sorry. a new strike they've, they've actually said they're adding a new strike okay that's nothing for me because I don't count strikes anymore <laughs> at least it'll add a tiny bit of um, mm. variation there was a point where we were doing a nightfall strike which Every is something like a very high level it's the next step above heroic yeah so, it's um, like the weekly very difficult mission yeah and you get cool stuff from it. You used to. Peter and I both have all the cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and we were doing this mission with Strike, which is incidentally awful. It's like a bullet spongy... It's, it's really difficult. Difficult, annoying Strike. And we just spent 45 minutes dying to it, and we were getting really angry, especially, especially Peter. <laughs> yeah. And yelling at our friend who's new to the game. <laughs> Why didn't you do that? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and but I love it, self res. In the end, we got nothing. Yeah, get some strange coins. But or even a, if we got like the best two thing we could possibly get from that heroic and that nightfall, we still would have got nothing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because the game's been like the the most recent coin has been out for so long. So what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know, why do we like? Why do I feel this hor- like horribly strong connection to this game that is constantly putting me down? But because it's so much fun to play. But I feel nothing for Division. The Division. You know? Because, it's so, because Destiny is so much fun to play and it has the great multiplayer, which is going to be I love almost the same no matter how much gear you've got. God, I love the multiplayer. Yeah. I love the multiplayer in that game so much. Yeah. So, that's why. Yep. So, that's the news for Destiny. If you are one of, the, one of us, <laughs> then you'll be excited. If you're not, then... If you play a lot of Destiny and are interested in playing some Crucible with us... Oh, come, come on in. Whoever you are... Yeah. Well, okay. If you're on PlayStation 4... <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Destiny, come on. Yeah. Come on in. Send, us a, send us a message on, on SoundCloud or on iTunes. And we'll play with you. Yeah. That's how desperate we are. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so we'll... Because we'll, they're releasing some of the information about the content over the next three weeks... <laughs> They're having a live stream to actually explain what's getting added <laughs> next week. So we'll have a bit more of that to talk about next week. <laughs> yep. So oh, the God. Destiny train rolls on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We have a problem. Yeah, yeah but... Just whip it down in the comments. Chuck down a PSN on the comments. We'll yeah, and we'll... Give it a crack. Also, yeah. if, you, if you have been paying attention and you're smart... And you picked up Bloodborne since I've been talking about it for so long, or Dark Souls, and you have a PSN, sling that to me because I'll help. Man, I I will be ready. I'll, 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 you want to summon me for the whole goddamn game? I'll do that. <laughs> I don't care. You want you want to fight me? I'll do it. Just love that game. I love that game. Actually, uh, to plug Bloodborne for something completely new to the podcast, mm. I've been playing Bloodborne. What is that? No joke. Please explain. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been playing small how Bloodborne. much Bloodborne have you played since? A large amount. <laughs> I was playing Bloodborne very recently, mm. and um, I found an NPC that I had not talked to before. In Bloodborne? Yep. 
Just to point, the, just just to clarify, I have played through Bloodborne. In Bloodborne, a, a you, lot of times. Dark Souls, the new NPC. It's in Bloodborne. Which was the NPC? So I know I I met him. Mm. There's an NPC in um, the buildings. It's like a large house opposite uh, where oh, so the guy Ariana is. The flame no, flame. I know. So you know the long building opposite where Ariana is. Uh, like the whore. Oh, like yeah. the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so there's a guy in that building. But usually it's Patches is in there because yeah. uh, you defeated Vicar Amelia and when you do that, Patches turns up in whatever building you talk to next. It just so happens that it's usually that one. Yeah. Um, so I talked to Patches, thought he lived there and fucked off. But there's a guy in there who I didn't know was an NPC. I thought he was... One of those people, you know, there's a whole bunch of doors you knock on. Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. says piss off. Or it's someone like crazy laughing and. Yeah. So yeah. he said, he says something just like, uh, he really doesn't trust hunters. But actually, if you talk to him after you've spoken to the, 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 um, the dweller, it's like a creepy dude in the cloak, um, that's inviting people to Cathedral Ward. Yeah. And you've got this Yosefka's clinic also open. Um, and you tell him to go to one of them, he, he basically says everything um, that's the opposite of the truth. And he also does everything opposite of what you say. I saw him. So if you say, go to Yusefka's clinic, he'll, go, is, to... he'll go to Cathedral Ward, and then you can actually see him. Yeah. And he becomes like this distrustful stranger guy who doesn't really do anything. But he does give you a few little hints. like, um, And you've got to remember that everything he says is wrong. So he says, don't trust Ariana. Because she, uh, she's, she, I think she's jealous of the, uh, vicar. Or the, the healing nun. Mm. Sorry. That you could also save from the hypogene jail. I think, I think she's jealous of the nun. And in reality, I mean, if you know this, that's actually an early warning. Because I always kill the nun. Because she goes mad and believes that Ariana's blood is tainted. And if you take the blood from Ariana, um, also... The creepiest thing in that whole fucking game is not the bosses. It's this one thing that happens in Cathedral Ward. If you get, it's a place where you gather all the NPCs. Mm-hmm. And I know that most people just don't have any idea what I'm talking about. But you gather all the NPCs in this one safe zone. And if you talk to Ariana, who's a relatively easy character to get, right? You can get her blood and stuff. And she's important. She also has vile blood, blood mm-hmm. which, is, which is tainted. You can also get this nun character woman who comes in and you save her and she's very grateful she's like this dinnering old lady no 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 that's, that's the old woman there's a nun oh, character yeah, yeah, I don't know if you yeah, found yeah. her yeah yeah no I did she's in the hypergene jail which is a place you get when you pick sure up I... a bag just guys listen to this I'm talking about all this sort of shit none of it you need to do to finish the story I'm telling <laughs> you go play Bloodborne because the hypergene jail the is a place that you get transported to if you die to a particular enemy carrying a sack and yeah. he puts you in the sack and takes you off to this whole new zone I didn't see it the first time because I just killed him but yeah so you, you pick her up she, you bring her back and she is so jealous of Ariana if you take Ariana's blood instead she like you're taking you're talking to the whore instead of talking to her right which is how she sees it and she has this weird face like this sort of creepy face and she stands at the back of this room this church Ariana in the centre and she looks forward right if you every time you talk to Ariana, um, someone someone told me this. 
her head will turn. Yeah, and you actually um, you whip out the monocle is the best way to see this the the monoculars. Yeah, and she's like, her head like leans out. Right, she turns and she's like got this sort of hunched over thing, and she's like watching you speak to her. And it's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> her whole face is like sort of different, you know. She's watching you, and um, it took me ages to do the storyline. But you t- you set blood from Ariana, I think, three times. Then when the blood moon happens, you find Ariana dead. She's important if you want to get some extra stuff. Yeah. And um, you find her dead, and um, that's would be over. Except you can talk to. The nun again, and she's uh, says she's grateful, and she offers you her blood now, or whatever. It's all fine, and she literally has blood on her hands. Like there's one of her hands is covered in blood, so you know that she's actually she, she killed her. Yeah. She totally killed her. And then later on, if you leave Cathedral Ward, you shit your pants because she starts speaking to you, but you can't see her. Um, I think it's when you inspect when if the old lady dies, right? In that little thing, she starts speaking to you, and she's a hundred percent insane. She's not turning to a beast or anything. She's just like crazy person, crazy. And she starts like speaking to you about how she has to kill you and all this stuff. And then out of nowhere, she just comes out of like this little alleyway <laughs> thing. She's got this like big dagger, looks like a shaman bow blade, bone blade, and she's like <laughs> tries to like stab you in the back with it. And then if you turn around in time and miss it, she like like does these weird stabbings in the air and keeps muttering to you. Eventually, you have to kill her. It's a very creepy questline that I missed for a long time. That's weird. Yeah, yeah no, I, I just, I think I, I think I killed her. Yeah, when I encountered her, I kill her every time. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, I mean, I know you so many secrets about that game. Bloodborne, it's so yeah. good, and take your time with it because yeah. you can finish the game. I think the story very quickly, but mm. you miss everything good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, um, I think that's everything we have to talk about this week. Yeah, I think that's a good good place to leave it. Yeah, I know it's been a bit so, of a ranty episode, everyone, but but yeah, we need a good rant. I've had a good time. I've had a very good time. Um, so there's something new that we wanted to do, mm. just to finish off, put a nice bow on this episode. Um, so over the course of the next week. Uh, you and I are going to watch a movie, and then we're going to talk about it next week. Yeah, an older and movie. An older movie. And we'd like to encourage all those people listening um, to also watch that movie, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it, <laughs> and really try and get in some like in-depth discussion about what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like, the characters, yep. the ending, all that kind of stuff. And if you want to follow along, yeah, yeah you, can, you can do so. So, so we're gonna next s- week we're going to be talking about No Country for Old Men. Yes. Which is not a very old movie, but it's a movie that Peter has never seen. Yeah, and I it's one of those, like, quoted as one of those all-time great movies. Right. So It's also pretty depressing, so we'll enjoy it. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah, so if you if you want to get in on that, uh, No Country for Old Men is on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get a, a one-month free subscription to Netflix if, yeah. you, if you sign up with them or whatever. So it's not that hard to get. Um Come watch it with us. Yeah. And tell us how we're very wrong about the castings, I'm sure. Peter <laughs> will think Anthony Hopkins played Tommy Lee Jones' character. He played Hannibal Lecter as Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones' character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you can keep us honest. Mm. All right. Okay, cool. Well, that's, that's it then. It's done.
I'm gonna go try and uh, try and have a normal day after starting. <laughs> start, 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 start with a beer. Yeah, right. it's a good start. We'll see you guys later. Mm-hmm.